the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Melissa Manchester's birthday. She is 72. Here's a little Midnight Blue from 1975. No, that's Maureen McGovern. A lot, of, a lot of M's coming at you. Melissa Manchester, Maureen McGovern. And you know what the great thing is, is you always ask me that. It'll be Maureen McGovern's birthday, and I'll do more. It'll be Maureen McGovern's birthday, and I'll do uh-huh. morning after, and you'll go, is that Melissa Manchester? Melissa Manchester. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are well, you? How's everything? I'm good. I'm good. Happy uh, Nikki Haley runs for president day. Is yeah. there, have, Has there ever been a more futile political effort in the history of mankind? We're going to talk about that today. I also I got to react to, I did something yesterday after this Michigan State shooting that I want to bounce off you a little bit because mm-hmm. I, 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 I there, there are aspects of these shootings that to me are so easy to understand and comprehend. For example, number, I mean, and you, you went through the list today on, on your show, you know, 30 day waiting period for 18 to 21 year olds. Okay. Mm-hmm. This guy was 43. Yeah. They, that'll. <laughs> All right. Exactly so, right. so Biden wants a ban on assault weapons. This guy used a pistol. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, I always say when you respond by saying we got to do something and then they proceed to give you examples of what they want to do, it never applies to the actual crime. No. Sandy Hook, after Sandy Hook and those beautiful little angels were massacred in Connecticut, what gun law prevents a monster from murdering his mother in her bed, stealing her guns, and going down to the class, to the local school and killing all those That's kids? Right. Name a law. Name a law. I'm, I, I'll wait all day long. So yesterday... And the one that jumped out at me yesterday is, well, the 43-year-old monster went literally into a gun-free zone to slaughter these innocent kids. Yeah. Um, Gun-free zones. They make my skin crawl. Every time I see a sticker in a mall, and they're everywhere. Gun-free zones are everywhere. Explain that to me. So I made the mistake of going on air yesterday and saying, all right. Here's something we can all agree on. Gun-free zones are stupid. If you like gun-free zones, call me. Well, I forgot by about the fourth caller that made me crazy. My my blood pressure went up 200 points, and they're all defending gun-free zones. for. But they weren't even, it wasn't really even the gun-free zones. They just don't like guns. I'm a Republican, Mike. I'm a gun owner, but these things are great. I don't want to be near somebody who has a gun. And by the fourth caller, I was getting so upset, I forgot that I was the dummy that invited all the (laughs) pro-gun-free zone people (laughs) for calling. But you had had still done your audience a favor, (laughs) because as your brain melted, you were displaying for America exactly the threadbare logic and I, I do I really as with these families who went to Austin 
yesterday and and said, listen, I lost my wife or my wife nearly died or my daughter got killed. So listen to me about gun control. No, sorry. There's nothing about your personal loss that makes you correct about the issue. But I have a lot of grace and a lot of latitude that I give to those folks because it would scramble my brain, too. People are scared to death of guns that who aren't familiar with them. They're gun illiterate. Uh, and, And for those folks, there's a big learning curve. And for them, they can understand it's it's kind of a millimeter deep uh, panel of logic that says if people are walking into a mall and shooting up malls or shooting up churches, or let's make them gun free zones, and then the problem will go away, which is well, of course stupid. It, and it, it well, it's, the, it's it's the opposite because I'm about problem solving. If one person on the campus of Michigan State had been armed, yeah. maybe those kids would have had a fighting chance. Maybe it wouldn't be eight people killed or, or, or three people killed and five fighting for their lives. Maybe there would have been less carnage. And that, that to me, is the idiocy of gun-free zones. And that was all I was trying to say. And I was inviting people to refute that. And they tried. I mean, again, by the fourth caller, when my head exploded, they were saying things like, well, it, it's about training. One guy called me and he said, from, if he was from Texas, as I recall, he said, I have a bunch of guns. I've got an arsenal. He said, until every American gun owner is properly trained, I'm for gun-free zones. And, and now, again, you got to imagine, I, by now, I am spinning like a top. I mean, I, my, I really thought I was going to slump over. I said, wait a minute, try to help me connect the dots. Yeah. First of all, you're never going to get millions and millions of people to be, to be trained on anything. I don't care how well me, but gun owners that I know are trained. Absolutely. Of course, we encourage that. There should be public service announcements about that. And most of the gun owners I know, myself included, are absolutely all about training and all about being proficient. But not not mandated. But not mandated. Because it's a constitutional right. right. You don't need training before your First Amendment rights, and you shouldn't have to go through some government-mandated training. The right to to drive a car isn't enshrined in the Constitution. So there's a difference, you know? I get training to drive a car there's no no mandatory training but encourage it be responsible of course if you want to buy a gun you want to be responsible but but i love they they always talk about the training that was the whole theme of these pro gun free zone people yesterday i guarantee you the 43 year old was trained but he knew what he was doing so the bad guys know how to use a gun but but you want to Here's listen. Let's just dispense with the pretend that we don't know what they want. They want to ban all guns. That's all it is. They They don't have incremental attack. And a last thing about the gun-free zones: even if there were no heroic person with a firearm, with a sidearm, with a something that could have stopped the carnage, if you have a sign that says "gun-free zone" on your church, on your mall, on your school building, that tells the next shooter. That's a safe place where I can go, and no one will kill me first. If, 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 as my favorite Ted Nugent quote, guns don't kill people, gun-free zones kill people. Because if you don't have that, you have that second of hesitancy that the shooter might have and say, you know what? They allow people to carry on this campus, so maybe I shouldn't shoot this one up. Just Meanwhile, let's talk about our business for a little bit, because our business is our is our audience's business. They They appreciate what we do. Uh, Talk radio is a staple of American life. The Brookings Institute has published a study. They've decided to do a study on hosts, podcast and radio hosts who peddle in disinformation. 
Now, what, here's what let's let's define that term. What is well, disinformation? They don't. They won't tell you. They really don't explain <laughs> it. Apparently, Clay and Travis. Clay, uh, I, I get these. It's no, Clay, 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 Travis, and Buck Sexton. Clay, Travis of Clay and Buck. Mm-hmm. They're on the list. They reached out to Brookings and said, "Please, fine. Can yeah. you please have a representative come on? Anybody from right. the Brookings Institute What's to the explain example it? of the disinformation? Tell, mm-hmm. We're not available for comment. No. <laughs> they, but Mark, it's really, really sinister. You know, this is the left likes to screech about McCarthy." Tactics. Mm-hmm. This is the McCart. This is the this is the blacklist. It and tends to be about two things. It tends to be about elections or COVID. Where if you're not saying certain things that are approved by the fascist overlords, you are guilty of disinformation. The, the 2020 le- the- election was flawed. Disinformation. Disinformation. Masks, you have, masks in other don't words, work as well as everybody thinks they did. Disinformation. Disinfor- if you have an opinion about those the two things. You're guilty of disinformation. Now, yeah. a couple of our colleagues are on the list. Dennis Prager's on the list. No. Charlie Kirk is like towards the top of the list. I was going to say. He's number two. Oh, Steve my. Bannon is number it's, one. It's a ranking? They literally have a oh, ranking? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, uh, by percentage. Okay. You know You know who's also on the list? Rush Limbaugh. They uh-huh. posthumous honor. Yes, oh, yes. Man. Sean Hannity's on the list. Very good. I mean, and and it's but but here's what's really frightening. And there's a battle right now with the FCC. They want to. They're trying to to confirm this far left conservative hating woman to be an FCC commissioner. And you ought to look into this, Mark. Read, read about her. I mean, well, you better. Now they're going to have a three, they're going to have a three-two Democrat majority because of yeah. because Biden gets to now that now the Republicans are doing their darndest to block her. Ted Cruz has been wonderful on this. She literally uh, attacks Fox News. She attacks conservative voices. Oh, that's great. Which I'm, prepared com- not, which I'm prepared not to care about until the, the two magic words come up, and those words are fairness, fairness doctrine. doctrine. That's what they're trying for, to do. For the uninitiated was a law that said if a radio station or a TV station has a p- certain view, it has to give like equal time or some com- commensurate time to the opposing view, which sounds great, but no, 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 the marketplace should determine that. If there's an all-liberal talk station, you should be able to have that. If there's an all-conservative talk station, you should be able to have that. Imagine the stations that are the, my station I, where I work and the stations, the many stations that carry the Mike Gallagher show. Them being mandated to follow Mike Gallagher, Hugh Hewitt, Dennis Prager with three liberal shows in a row. What a ratings nightmare that would be. It's like taking a station that, 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 that plays country and saying, okay, in the afternoon, it's got to be hardcore set. 70s punk. It's like, wait a minute, what? So the fairness doctrine is the devil's work, and well, I bet I bet they'll bring it back if they have the opportunity. It's an effort to it's an effort to shut us down, and there's just no way around it. They they know what would happen. They know it would destroy our business model. Yeah. Talk radio is the antidote to everything else that's out there. Right. Talk radio Sailor, doesn't need balance. Talk radio say, say, does right. not need balance. Talk radio is balance. We our are conservative predominance same, in talk same radio. Same with Salem News is Channel. A, I mean, is an answer there's, to there's a, academia, you, Hollywood. You know, the media. You got, M- you got MSNBC out there. You got all the CBS. And we got Salem News Channel. You got yep. you've got the balance that the people, you know, are absolutely craving. And uh, it's 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 pretty diabolical. I mean, this woman who would be an FCC commissioner making mm-hmm. decisions about our business once tweeted Fox News plays a role in destroying democracy. Nice. She's one of those. Nice. An FCC commissioner. I mean, you got to read about this woman. Uh, her name is uh, Gigi 
Sohn. She's a Biden nominee to fill the open seat on the Federal Communications Commission. So we got to be aware of this. we got to be absolutely aware of that. And let's be aware of Trump's apparent new favorite nickname for Ron DeSantis, Meatball Ron. <laughs> now, the, now, here's what's crazy. The left loves it. Stephen Colbert apparently last night said it's be- uh, one of the best nicknames he's ever heard Trump come up with. Well, See, they love this. They, they, oh, they love this infighting. They want this kind of infighting. Well, there, are, there are two polls now, two in a row, that have had similar results. Trump and DeSantis deadlocked uh, in in the broad Republican field, where you have like Trump 33, DeSantis 33, and then a smattering of single digits for Nikki Haley, Ted Cruz, everybody else. Ted Cruz, by the way, says he's not running, which is an awesome... Yep, I saw that. Should be right where he is. Uh, then, now there's another one that said, but then when they do Trump versus DeSantis head to head, DeSantis wins by double digits. Why? Because everybody lining up behind everybody else, Pompeo, Haley, they're they're just looking to turn the page. So if it's just Trump and DeSantis, everybody looking to turn the page suddenly goes to DeSantis. So and again, it's February of 2023. Doesn't yeah, but it's close. Anything. No, don't say it's, it says it's coming. It's well, coming. It's, before it's, you know it. Hey, and, real quick, because you remember yesterday at this time you were you were just filling our, our heads with delicious, unspeakable, horrible stuff about that TV show you told us about. Yeah, yeah. The Sarah Lawrence thing. And I said I was going to come back with something cleansing and upbeat, a palate cleanser, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Valentine's Day, a gift for everybody. March 15th, March 15th. Tell me, I think you're on, as on board for me uh, with it, with this as I am. Is season three of Ted Lasso, March 15th. Just oh, good. Finest, yeah, it's a great series. Thing. And I also want to spend a, a moment about the miracle that is Harrison Ford. Here's the deal. When remember when Blade Runner 2049 came out like 2017, yep. I thought, okay, we're being force-fed Harrison Ford because we've loved him for decades and okay. And I thought it was kind of a forced thing and it's like, god bless him, can't we just let this guy whittle on the porch or something? Uh nope. He right now is knocking it out of the park on two of the best shows of the year if not more. One is this latest uh, Yellowstone spin-off. You're as big yep. a Yellowstone fan as I am, right? Yeah, I am. We just I am. went through 18 1983, which was great. Now we have 1923 with Harrison Ford as Jake Dutton and the incredible Helen Mirren and an awesome cast. Amazing. 1923 is fantastic. He's in that. And then there's a thing on HBO called Shrinking, which is about a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist, played by Jason Siegel, who has been through some traumas in his own life, and it has led him in his practice to really boil things down to the bottom line. He, he says things like, a patient came to me and said, you know, Doc, I get sad when I do this thing. And I think, well, how about stopping doing that thing? It's exactly <laughs> the kind of counseling that I've thought of. Anyway, Harrison Ford is in that as well. He's, he's a about to be 81, Harrison Ford is a force of nature. He's magnificent in both shows. It just frustrates me at what a lazy TV viewer I am because there's such great stuff out there, and about 90% of it, I just don't, I'm too lazy no, to find it, and I'm too, I'm too, I'm too, I'm too, there's not enough time, and you know what, I, but I, there's time, you know what, there's time for me? I settle in over the, when I'm bored, I settle in with Headline News Network, HLN, they run Forensic Files 24-7, and I can watch 12 hours of Forensic Files. True crime, Mike. I can solve any crime. They ought to get me down there to South Carolina. I'd solve that Alec Murtaugh crime. I know who did it. I know what happened. I don't know what's going on there. Wow. that is, And the the sister of the woman, the wife who was killed, said that their marriage was fine? Yep. That they were happy? What the heck is that? That is the wildest. but, But that's my 
my thing. I, but you, well, you I, know I, I, I go from forensic files or or, for, or the first 48. First 48, I, exactly. Oh, A&E. True, oh, true Crime it. Mike is one of my favorite oh, characters. I know you're plugged it. into this. But, you know, because there's no time. Do you know what I'm doing just now, what Lisa and I are doing just now, is putting our toe in the pool of one of the most admired shows ever, Breaking Bad. Well, my uh, kid is always Trevor. And, Trevor, and it's and fantastic. Speaking, and, and, and I want to just quickly, I'm flashed, I know we're way over time, but Trevor, seconds. my son, who's a teacher in Arlington, and I love him dearly, and, and our audience has been through the journey with us. He had a terrible car accident yeah. uh, about a year and a half ago. Terrible head-on crash. He's doing fine and recovered, except he's a diabetic. He's been diabetic since he's 18 years old, type 1, and he's got to go through everything. And he, it's so funny because he's an athletic, you know, healthy kid. He's not overweight or anything, but he's always, you know, it's a tough thing to be a diabetic. And I found out after the fact I could kill him for not telling me no. because he didn't want to worry the old man, yeah. but he had his toe amputated. He got an ulcer on his big toe, and they had to amputate his toe. So he's on medical leave right now. He says he's fine. I mean, I, I keep calling him, and I'm I'm fl- flipping out and worried about him. Do um, we want to offer a universal message to everybody that if you're about to have something happen to yourself, and there's a loved one, and you're keeping it from that loved one for fear of worrying, that that's a bad instinct. If thank you genuinely you. have loved thank ones, you. let them in. Let them worry. They w- It is much better to let them worry and have the bonding and the togetherness with you going through it than it is to hear about it well, afterwards. Well, his attitude was, because I really did take call him out on this. I said, Trev, why didn't you tell me? I mean, my gosh, I you sent me this it. text. He said, Dad, I wanted to wait until I knew it was going to be all fine. I knew yes. you'd be worried to death, and I just didn't want to worry you. And I'm like, Let me be worried. It's oh, your job to be worried. That's, okay. I'm your dad. You I'm know, I just, but anyway, dad. he is, he said, and I was worried about the pain factor. He said, believe it or not, not that painful. So I, I thought about balance. I mean, gosh, I how do you no, you think, what, have, oh, have you ever racked your pinky toe against a coffee table leg? Yes, I, I went into a wheelchair for a week. I mean, it was so like, if, it was if a, you're if our folks are inclined, say a little prayer for this guy because he's Surely. been through a lot. Man, has he been through a lot? So, but he's going to do it. He's a survivor. He'll who will persevere, and I'll be a nervous wreck watching forensic <laughs> files reruns re- 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 all weekend. It's what he does. All right, it is Mike care. Gallagher. Happy <laughs> Wednesday. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.